1: and a secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military industrial hunger. UFOs, paranormal phenomena.
2: The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as
1: bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us.
0: It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the
2: past when things are worse. Sooner or later, though.
1: Please, make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making Veritas possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to both segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. I've named tonight's show Looking Over the Cliff, The Return of Cliff High. I know you've been asking to have Cliff High back, and I'm glad we finally got it done. Buckle up and enjoy tonight's ride. Cliff High will be with us shortly. And the weather is already changing, so don't get caught without it. Buy MMS directly from us, a source you can't trust. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And it's so inexpensive. And if you want to download all of our shows, but you have a slow internet connection, purchase our futuristic metal-cased USB drives containing seasons 1, 2, or 3 and bonus material. Visit the Veritas store for more information. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest, or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com And here's what I suggest when you listen to tonight's interview. Find a quiet place. Grab some coffee, tea, or, or some pumpkin pie, which is what I just uh, ate a minute ago. And also go to halfpasshuman.com and buy Cliff's latest report. Tonight, we'll be dissecting the latest report, and if you have it handy, it will help you. That and the fact that when Cliff is on this program, my neurons explode at a, at a much faster pace, and I have to speak and, and move things along really fast. Why? Because I want to fit in as much information as possible. And with that out of the way, directly from the Pacific Northwest, I would like to welcome Clive High
0: back to Veritas.
1: Hello, Cliff, and welcome back. How are you?
0: I'm doing very fine, and coincidentally, I have a pumpkin spice chai at the moment. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, a rhino moment there where we've got a synchronicity going.
1: Excellent. Well, before we start, I, I saw on your website that you, before we start with the material I dissected, From your report, you were mentioning that you wanted to discuss the the incredible, let me quote, we will be discussing the incredible level of confusion that has affected the U.S. election vote counting process to the point that the whole game is exposed and at a risk of implosion. Oops, I mean, we'll have. Tell us more.
0: The uh, data sets in the, okay, now... Uh, over this past couple of years, we've been having to deal with a flood of immediacy data. The problem with immediacy data, from my viewpoint, is that it goes stale really quick uh, in the sense that it, it might have a literally have a, a, a three to four hour head, heads up on something that will hit mainstream news, or it might go out uh three weeks but it starts really being effective around three days so i can barely write about it before it becomes mainstream news and usually immediacy data in that sense is a lot more celebrity oriented um low uh long-term impact low d- duration uh but uh, very high intensity high emotional impact uh kind of material however um I keep the server – I've kept the servers running, and I keep looking at the immediacy data flow because I've been interested because the confusions um, language has continued to build as we've gone through uh, the election season. Now, bear in mind, I pay absolutely no attention to any of the election stuff on TV. I don't watch TV. Uh, What I'm running off of is the um, emotional uh, state that's coming out of the immediacy data that's still being gathered. And uh, so I'm getting reports today that if I uh, get off my butt and go and analyze them later tonight, might be stale by, say, Monday, Uh, they may have some impact that might uh, stretch out into the third week, but the level of um, uh, emotional intensity around the election is such that a lot of this stuff goes stale real quick. However. Uh, the majority of the data coming in is still continuing to go to the idea that uh, confusion will reign in or during the elections, after the elections, and throughout the process of it, such that the process itself becomes suspect. So there's been a slight change in the language there to where the shift as we go forward into November I don't know if I can say a date, but I would pick, say, around the 9th through the 12th, something like that. The anxiety over the election results will shift from anxiety over the results to anxiety over the integrity of the process at a national level or perhaps even international.
1: Now, did you see that Texas uh, is vowing to arrest uh, U.N. election observers? No, I had not. See, I've been I've been out in the
0: dome all day. I haven't got a clue, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, this wasn't part of my my question, but uh, since you're talking about the elections, who does the web see as the winner, with
0: or without election fraud? Who will rule? I mean, lead the U.S. of A. The okay, who has been selected yeah. by the uh, powers that be is Romney. Okay, the all of the data sets within the the language around the CFR. And it's Tavistock uh, owners uh, owners in London. All of the language coming out at a subtle level from uh, the city in London and a lot of the language that's uh, coming out of Wall Street has a long-term duration value in it that's about four to five times greater than the same sources for language for Obama. So based on that, I say the powers that be are doing things now to prepare for a, a Romney rulership, but but that's that that is my only guide is that particular metric. So let's be real clear about that. Now Israel wants Romney to win. Is that why he's going to win? Uh, I don't think he's a, actually uh, – see, there's the problem. According to the data I've got, there is no winner. There's, and this is part of the issue. Uh, it's not going to be a clear-cut process. It's not going to be much of anything until there's some level of abdication. The level of uh, abdication language seems to favor Obama abdicating the process. And at the, at the same time, you, you know, not abdicating, but uh, abandoning the, the continuation of the process because the process exe- itself is becoming exposed and somebody probably tells them, you know, you don't want to push on this anymore. So it's going to be sort of like um, a repeat of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bush, Bush 1 or, or Bush 2 there? In, in uh, 2000. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Let's start now dissecting the report. Let's start with solar looniness. And right off the bat, just to set the foundation within the meta arts opening paragraphs, the report suggests, as it always has, a significant correlation between human actions and solar activity with the sun's activity peaking during this upcoming transformative time, one would expect amazing events bursting from humanity and all of nature, to be honest. However, humanity are no longer truly natural species, meaning that they are not completely tied to the natural ecosystem at large based off of seasons, migration patterns, or patterns of our prey. Instead, we've truly manipulated and augmented our natural lives to live in very unnatural patterns, from an organism's all the way up to the ecosystem's point of view, and no longer fit within the harmony of the complex system of the planet. Examples of this are found in the heavily toxic substances we pollute our minds and bodies with, whether it is mass media or mass inoculations, and psychotropic and psychological inhibitors, including high fructose corn syrup, to name one destructive ingredient that I've covered extensively here. It does not take much to show how humanity is no longer completely governed by natural forces, especially the anomalous forces like rare occurrences of increased solar activity. It can be argued that humanity no longer have a true baseline or standard in behaviors anymore. My question, with all of these impulses into the modern human state, will these solar events and subsequent reactions by humanity actually produce events that the bots will pick up from above the noise that is the current chaotic nature of human existence right now and how do the bots define solar looniness in an age of an undefined human
0: the uh it's nat- okay it's necessary to examine the definition before we get into how we pick it up because the definitions have to be described first as we discovered when we uh missed, Um, uh, 9-11 as a terrorist, quote, terrorist act, because we didn't have the word terrorism defined. Mm -hmm. And instead we had military accident. Okay, so uh, the definition um, for the solar lunius is a full moon effect that runs during the day that increases with the intensity of the solar output. And by the full moon effect, I mean that which we would uh, ascribe... To the word lunatic, someone who's been affected by the moon, whose mind is not uh, functioning uh, in a normal fashion. The, the way in which we pick it up is actually rather uh, straightforward because a lot of it – the Im- okay, a lot of the impact is, is leaked out from the minds that are suffering the impact even though they are unaware that they are thus suffering it as an instance we can say that discussions of continuing dehydration are on the rise Uh, you may see it's a it's an odd it's a trivial little discussion you may go to a forum and someone says boy you know got a dry mouth all the time. My skin's dry. Uh, My fingernails are dry. My hair's dry. My environment is dry. I sense that my environment is dry. They keep repeating the dry word relative to their body parts. And what they're actually experiencing is a twofold or could be a twofold effect. We know that there is an actual manipulation on the part of the powers that be to induce a specific level at about 6% of dehydration in the human species the reason they want to do this is because it is the hydrogen molecule that we get from water that carries thought and they wish to induce a lower level of thought and they think that about six percent is the threshold i've deduced that from some stuff coming out of tavistock but they uh they cause us to be dehydrated by all of the chemicals that they put into the food that they feed the sheeple so if you're eating mass uh, produced foods you're being mind controlled not merely by the salt which you think is there to induce you to be thirsty to want that drink. No, it's really there because that drink that you're buying will never, ever satisfy that thirst, and they're going to keep you at a low level of dehydration, which actually dumbs you down because you don't have enough plentiful hydrogen atoms to cause your or, or to allow your brain to float thoughts the way that it needs to. So now that's the anatural, unnatural approach to the dehydration that we're seri- seeing now. But there's also in the background a component to it that we've been experiencing on the rise in our data since way back in the late 90s. And this relates to the solar-induced looniness, which at its core has a a uh, basically the same um cause which is the reduction of the hydrogen uh atoms and ions available to your system that you use for thought and so and but in this case the solar lunius has a bit of a wrinkle in it because it'll throw in the odd little uh high energy particle uh the unattached electron uh some gamma rays zinging through at the same time and so it's not merely a dumbing down it's a it's a um inability to think at an appropriate level, and the uh, consideration of inappropriate thoughts—the way the Hopi or the Indians might say. So, uh, as an instance here, um, uh, the local uh, uh, Native American tribes have this at their the core of the tribal uh... uh... not religion but um, uh... interaction among people what makes the tribe work successfully is this idea that all humans are responsible for the thoughts that they consider and so they would consider that is to say the local indigenous population would consider solar lunius to be defined by considering thoughts that you might not normally uh... entertain and uh... that is a really good definition now, we pick that up separate from the dehydration effect by additional words that are associated with the dryness that relate to mental state. Makes sense?
1: It does. And, and it's interesting that you're saying this because I, I drink a lot of water. And when I go to a restaurant, I drink a lot of water. But lately, I've been going to a restaurant and maybe even having nine glasses of water and I'm still thirsty. And for the first time in my life, I have a bottle of uh, of uh, eye lubricant in every room where I am because I cannot stand the dryness in my eyes that I've never experienced before.
0: Uh, and see, now that is likely the effect that you're getting from the sun, okay? Because uh, you probably are much more um, cognizant of the food you eat in the nature of your business, but also in the nature of the radio business and what you've been exposed to. So, uh, but uh, but everybody's experiencing this. It'll also affect your sleep. So you'll find that you may, may get to the point where you're not sleeping as well, and you find yourself in that four or five hour stage where you wake up, you're awake for an hour and a half, uh, maybe two hours, and then you go back to sleep for an hour and a half. And this becomes increasingly frequent, and it's going to become increasingly frequent as we go along. It does not appear to be affecting all genetic types. Speaking of water, <laughs> and i have some here. The thing about the water is to bear in mind that now we're also in the situation where the uh, level of high-intensity um, energies of all kinds, the X-rays, the uh, elect- free electrons... Other forms of uh, radical uh, particles that are coming off of the sun, making it through our atmosphere because we have all of these holes in there, uh, is going to affect us such that water alone is not um, your only physical impact that you're going to start feeling. And so the looniness is forecast because the next level up from the water issue within the body is the hormonal issue within the body, and the hormonal issues control your emotions. And once your emotions get out of whack, that's when we start seeing the looniness.
1: And now we get into the powers that be entity and the elections. The data set strings together terms to describe the body politic of the United States as conundrum, separation. Distress and disruption, endless arguing, prostitution of position, negotiations over slaves, and how the reaction to the election snafu mired in mud would suggest decisions leading to upheaval and what appears to be a suggestion of incremental yet drastic systematic changes. Is the model set suggesting finally a change to the extremely antiquated electoral system due to a replay of the 2000 election vote counting gaff?
0: No. No. It's not suggesting that there's going to be any attempt to reform the electoral process. It's not suggesting that there's going to be a um, response in that way. So rather, it's not forecasting it. There may well be that. I wasn't. If so, I wasn't paying any attention to it, because that would have fallen under a different part of the powers that be entity. Rather, what it's suggesting is that from our viewpoint, that is to say, uh, non-powers that be non-Minion class people, we will be looking at a presentation that will come through the mainstream media that will will present that picture as defined by those words of conundrum, confusion, uh, negotiation. We're the slaves, by the way, being negotiated over. There will probably be some level of uh, backroom negotiations over electoral processes and so on, and it's likely that the process itself will be so exposed that, uh, as corrupt that uh many people will then say to themselves basically why bother Makes sense
1: yeah it does and there's a it it was a two-prong question the second part or is it the model space suggesting larger changes to the governance of the u.s body politic in relation to the ever encroaching one world government that the powers that be are arguably in the last stages of implementing with the fall of non-rothschild banking countries like Libya, Iran, Syria, North Korea, Cuba, etc? It's not suggesting that...
2: Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe...